Hi, I'm Taylor. And I'm Maddie. And it's time for another episode of Sisters Who Posh. We are two sisters who recently joined the Poshmark app and are getting started on a reselling journey. We will be sharing our best tips and tricks along the way, as well as setting goals and updating our progress as we turn our hobby into profits. Hello, hello. And welcome back to another episode of Sisters Who Posh. Today we will be talking about Closet Clearout. Yes, Closet Clearout is a feature where Poshmark will help pay for some of the shipping where you can still give your buyers a discount. And it's something that we use very frequently and we get questions about. So we wanted to do another dedicated episode about it. Yes, we talked about this, I think, in our second episode ever. So a lot has changed over the last year. So we thought giving an update episode exclusively to Closet Clearout was appropriate. (laughs) So true. Plus our sound quality as a podcast has improved since (laughs) then. So just have a listen to. (laughs) Yes, we want to have a fresh episode to refer people to if they do ask us about this. (laughs) Yes, definitely. So before we get into all of that, how are you? How's your week going? I'm doing good. I just got back this morning. I was in Wisconsin the whole last week, and then I'm going back there again next week. So, (laughs) yes. um, But yeah, it was really fun. I am back then this week, like I said, working on my posh, kind of gearing up, and then we'll be leaving again next Saturday. So lots of work to be done. But I did have a few updates. Um, first one is a little bit of a quick one, but um, if you've been listening, you know that I had the Christian Louboutin purse for sale in my closet. I just wanted to circle back and let everyone know <laughs> that it did sell. Yeah. So Yay. give us the numbers again. How much did you buy it for? Where did you yes. sell it? All that. Yes. I found it at Goodwill. Not even like my favorite Goodwill, like a random Goodwill. So never rule out any Goodwills. <laughs> um, but I found it in the purse section. It was only priced at $4.49. Wow. <laughs> and I had my coupon. So whatever the math there would be, I also got an additional 20% off. And yeah. I had it for probably like five weeks, I would say. I did receive, I had it listed at I think 400 originally or like, 425 or something like that and I think I did eventually lower it to like 375 um just looking at the other listings of people that had similar purses and then and and the purse I had like it wasn't I feel like if you had like a more classic (laughs) color or like more tried and true yeah more like classic style um you could probably get a like a lot more for that brand obviously but mine was very like stand out special occasion so that was kind of I was kind of taking that into consideration when I looked at the comps too, that it wasn't going to go as much for like a plain, like black leather crossbody yeah. purse or something like that. But um, after five weeks, I got an offer for $300 and I was feeling great about that, especially with the low cost of goods. So I accepted. That's amazing. <laughs> I know I was regretting it. Cause I probably like two weeks in someone had sent me an offer for one fifty, and I was like, oh, I only had it for a little bit. Like I'm going to hold out. Yeah. And then uh, I've been regretting, but now I'm no longer regretting. Oh yeah. yeah I think <laughs> you made the right choice. Five weeks. That's, that's a pretty fast sale too, especially yeah. for 
really any item and then especially like I don't know luxury and kind of specific on the style so that's yeah really exciting yes I was pumped to see that go (laughs) the other update I have is that um like I mentioned I was in Wisconsin visiting family last week and that meant that my husband Rick who was on the husband cast was handling my shipping while I was gone yes um great job um i was getting nervous because so (laughs) basically i flew out on thursday morning last week and i had i had shipped all of my sales out like on like be be ready for him to drop off that thursday and then i'm like okay anything that sells like over the weekend i'll have him ship out on just monday morning all the sales from the weekend yeah um and then i'm back i got back again the following friday so that was really gonna be the only day that he would have to ship and I would still be able to not get the shipping reminders from Poshmark within three business days. But then on Thursday morning, while I was at the airport at like 5 a.m., I made a couple sales. So I was like, can you quick package these ones up too before you drop them <laughs> off just so they can go out with that batch? Because he was off on Thursday, so he didn't nice. mind doing that. So he did do, he did like do two or three on Thursday. But then last weekend, I had a very good sales weekend. I made 17 sales over the weekend. Um, So I was so excited because I was obviously on vacation visiting family, like not like 100% focused in on Poshmark. So to still have a strong selling weekend was really cool. But every time I would make a sale, I'd be like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. (laughs) (laughs) The workload is going to be a little heavy on Monday for for Rick in the shipping department. But he did a good job. One thing is I ran that big sale like a few weeks ago. And I... I had had the thought at one point that I'm like, oh, I probably should order like new new shipping labels for my label printer. But then I just the thought just came and went and I never did. And then when I had 17 sales, I I was like, oh, my gosh, I hope I have enough where he's not going to have to like pull out the old printer and figure all that out. Um, But of course, we were too too short of Mm. how many we needed to ship them all. So he did have to use the other printer, but he did a good job. We got them all out. They've already started arriving. Everything's good. <laughs> and luckily that old printer is his from college. So it's like he has some experience with it. <laughs> yeah. No, it was easy to use. It was just like it's not plugged into the computer all the time right now. I have it kind of set to the side and, I, and the emails of it all. So the tape um, of it all. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but That's funny. That's good to hear that. Uh, it went well. I'm sure it'll help you when you take future trips too now that he's kind of trained up and ready to help out (laughs) yes yeah it was pretty it went pretty smooth with picking the inventory out too like I was worried about I feel like that was the part I was most worried about but yeah I we just went item by item we were just on FaceTime and it really wasn't an issue he didn't have to search nothing like went missing or we couldn't find something like he found them all as fast as I was it would be able to so nice yeah what about you? What's new this week? So update from our last episode, I was running a sale a couple weekends ago now, and I just wanted to, you know, follow up on that. Mm-hmm. I did end up selling 14 items through the sale, Yay! And, which I think we calculated was like 6% of my whole closet. So, I mean, when you look at it that way, I'm like, that's pretty good. Yeah. And I think overall that weekend was kind of slow where I'm like, I don't think I would have had like any sales if I hadn't ran the sale. You know what I mean? True. 
So True. I was really excited about that. We've had some visitors the last couple weekends too. Bjorn's twin sister was in town, and then our parents, uh, our dad and stepmom, were in town the weekend after that. So haven't been as focused on posh if I'm being completely honest, but <laughs> it was really fun when they were in town to like bring all the sales I made down that weekend in my sales and package them up while we were watching TV, just like, Oh, casual, like 14 items plus my Mercari sales, you know? <laughs> like Yes. Awesome. I know it's been like fun. Like you got to see dad and Kristen this week. And then I, I was back in Wisconsin. That's where our mom is. And me, mom, and Chloe, I didn't even know if I told you this yet, but we did stop into a few thrift stores, too, while I was back. Oh, nice. How was um, that? It was pretty good. Um, we, did, we just did some, like, quick stops. I didn't buy anything. I didn't really pack a suitcase where I could bring a lot home, so I was more just, like, along for the ride. But, yeah, their Plato's Closet had a really, like, large dress sale section that I'm like, Chloe, you should come back here when you have more time. So <laughs> Nice. <laughs> So that brings us to our next segment, one of our new segments, which is our Posh News Update. Each week, we will give you guys an update on what's going on in the Poshmark app, any new features, anything like that, or in the reseller community. All right, so this week's Posh News Update follow-up from last week i feel like we're just you know cleaning out all these old items with follow-ups this week which is yes but checking them off we had talked about the new features on poshmark that you can like bulk share and bulk send offers and they're kind of rolling it out in sections so kind of just depends when it shows up in your app and we both do have the updates now so we finally have it yes so that's been fun to kind of play around with and see how it fits into our regular routines yeah what have you tried with it so far I've only tried the sharing feature which is pretty nice you still have to go through and click every one but it's a lot it's like half the amount of clicks you yeah. would have done or a third even. So yeah, it goes a little faster. I, I tried the sharing and then I also have tried the, um, on Friday, how we've been sending offers out. Um, like today I kind of split my closet and if I do like a blanket, like 40% off on everything that some of the items that don't cost very much it's like they become like too cheap with the shipping discount mm, for like yeah. me to be making any money but if I like I was like everything like $50 and over and then like send whatever percentage offer I want to do at once I it's like definitely saves a lot of time which I think is worth it for that nice. if you are sending offers on Fridays think maybe maybe people could try that out to Split your closet speed up by price up. point that way. And yeah, speed up the process. Because I know some of those Friday mornings when I've done Ashley from Recloth Collections Method with the Friday offers, it's like it can be time consuming. I have a large closet and like sending all those out. It's like I'm sometimes sitting here for like two hours doing that. So yeah, now I'm not. I did it, I did it the, the slow way this morning. And yeah, it took me, I have a much smaller closet, but I think it took me like 45 minutes. Yeah. So Yeah. If so, you know what percentage off you can do, and like you said, do it in chunks or something, yeah. that bulk offer feature is a game changer. 
Yeah. I did mine in like three different sections of what the what the price points were, but you could even do like more. Like if you even did like everything a hundred dollars and over, I'm gonna send like this percent off. Like kind of figure out what price point that would kind of bring it to, you know? Yeah. Um but then of like for the stuff that was is only like twenty dollars, it's like if I sent if I sell it for like ten dollars with a shipping discount, it's like not you know what I mean? It's, it's like five fifty five. So it'd have to be something you got at like the bins or like a personal item. Otherwise it's like <laughs> Yeah. Probably doesn't make sense. I know. It almost makes me want to be like more strategic too when I'm actually pricing my items in the listings. Yeah. Because I feel like I have like a rough estimate of a percentage of I'm like, okay, I'm trying to get this much for an item. So I list it a little higher than that for the offers, but I don't have it totally like dialed in as much as I could, you know, where I feel like if you had that super dialed, then you could almost do a blanket offer on your whole closet. For Um, sure. I I feel like I got scared to do the whole closet because I was afraid too many things were going to slip through the cracks, but yeah, (laughs) it it still saves time. Even, even doing the clunkier process with it, it's still, I would recommend. Is it similar to the bulk shares where you like hit the button at the top and then select the ones you want to uh, do do the offers on? Or can you walk through that? Yeah, it it works exactly the same. So um, in your closet, there's the little toolbox icon in the top right corner. Um, You click on that. And then that's where there's the sharing your closet in bulk. And then there's like sending offers in bulk and then editing prices in bulk. So for the sharing your closet in bulk, you just, um, you click that. And then it basically adds like little check boxes to all your listings. You would click them all. I know you already know this, Maddie, but just for everyone. And then for doing the offer slikers, it's exactly the same. There's just one window that pops up first where you just type in the offer. It looks exactly like the box that normally pops up if you're sending out an offer to Liker, but you can just do a percentage off. They have a few options on there, or you can type your own percentage off in, and then you have to give a shipping discount still, and I'll have the check boxes, and you just select which items you want to be a part of it. What I recommend doing is like before you before you actually click the toolbox, like set any parameters on your closet that you want yeah. first. So. Like price at high to low or like... Yeah, yeah. Pricing high to low. Certain brands or something. Yeah, or you can sort it by like the likes or like... I I could see this feature being useful too if it's like... Let's say we're going into... uh, We're going into fall in a little bit here, right? So maybe all like the tank tops is swim and dresses. You would select those categories and like send a really good offer on all the more summery stuff towards the end of summer here you could kind of set any parameters like that too. Or like maybe next spring, like your jeans and sweaters, like sending out an extra offer on just those select items too. So I think kind of playing around with those parameters and you could like have like a sale that way too, where you're like, Oh, all my jeans are half off and you send everyone the offer. Yeah. Like that. Nice. Yeah. So a lot of different ways you could use it. Um, But yeah, we just are kind of in the experimental phase. Definitely. So our next segment is our Q&A where we answer a listener question every week on the podcast. We've had a few people ask us about what our process looks like with filing taxes on our small business, how we go about that, what different things we keep track of, and yeah, how we handled that last year and anything we're tweaking for this year of making sure as organized as possible going into tax time. 
Yeah. So of course, we're not giving formal finance advice here or anything like that. We're just saying what we do. Um, but both of us use TurboTax for our taxes anyway from, you know, the, the income we make from other our main jobs or other jobs that we have. Mm-hmm. So within TurboTax, there's actually like an extension. It asks you a question about if you were like self-employed, did you have any other income this year? And if you hit yes, there's an extension kind of thing you can buy for, I think it was only like 20 extra dollars that'll go through all the self-employment questions. So we just did that for our Poshmark. Um, It's definitely important to be paying tax, income tax on the income we make from Poshmark. We don't want to get in trouble with the IRS or anything like that. So the main things that we're tracking or inputting into TurboTax then are tracking our expenses for our Poshmark business in a spreadsheet throughout the year. We've talked about this before, just keeping up with it throughout the year makes it easier when it comes to tax time. So you're not scrambling, like we said. So keeping all of those receipts in one safe spot and then in putting them into a spreadsheet, you can literally just do like a running list and maybe write like the description of what the expense is. If it was like for inventory, like if it was like a goodwill receipt or if it packaging was, supplies, yeah, like Amazon, stuff like that for the other expenses you might have for your Poshmark business. And then the other side, obviously, is the sales. Like, how much did you make in sales from Poshmark? So we, for our taxes, just ran a sales report from Poshmark. If you go into, I think it's like Seller Tools or something, Mm -hmm. there's the sales report and then there's the inventory report. And you can just change the days, uh, the date range for when you what days yes, you want. So you do the whole year, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then I think you you can run the inventory report as well. I think there was an inventory question in the TurboTax, if I'm remembering right. So I know. I remember that too, where it was just kind of like the total. Yeah. I wanted to know what our ending inventory amount was. Yes. Yeah. So, like how much everything's worth or whatever. Yeah. So I think running those reports right after the end of the year, just so you're ready to go and have those ready. Um, those are the only inputs we use for the TurboTax. Lux- luckily, it's really straightforward with the questions. I know taxes can be like overwhelming, obviously, but we're not sponsored by TurboTax, but I'm just a big <laughs> fan of them. I think there's a lot of buttons. It's too super user-friendly and just yeah, like simple. If it asks you a question, there's still like a box you can hit if you're like, okay, I just still don't understand what you're trying to ask. <laughs> and you can even like chat with um, professionals from Tur- TurboTax too, like while you're doing it. So especially if you're already using TurboTax anyway for your income taxes, um, the self-employment piece was really easy for us. Also, man, I just love TurboTax. <laughs> also, it keeps all of your information in there. So, I mean, I've been using TurboTax since like 2016. So when I start it each year, a lot of that information is already in there for me. You're not like starting from scratch, Yeah, you know? And for next year, it, sh- it will remember everything that we already kind of started for yeah. this last year. Yeah. Yes. Um, I also liked too, for the self-employment section, when you're writing off different things as like cost oh, of the yeah. business, it had like a ton of different categories. And it was nice to be able to go through those too, because there's a lot of things that you probably 
spend money on for your business that if you're not if you're not doing a good job of keeping track of throughout the year, you could kind of miss out they have on. A, yeah, they have a really thorough list those so you could kind of go back and uh, double check if you bought any anything that would be able to be written off. But yeah, very thorough and yeah, I'm not sure what it is, but I know there is a certain amount if you make, you know, a certain amount of income on like a side business reselling like Poshmark, you do need to like claim that on your taxes as far as we know. So like Yes. Definitely look into that for your state or your situation. Yeah. I think technically if you were selling just your own clothes, since you are probably taking a loss on all of those, you wouldn't technically need to be paying tax on that since you're like taking a loss. But for our purposes, we just included everything just to kind of make it simple since we don't track our personal items and like items that we bought for resale yeah with separate Poshmark accounts or something so we we kind of did the conservative route of maybe we paid a little bit more in tax than we needed to but I mean I would definitely rather go that route than get in trouble you know (laughs) right right yeah you don't want to mess around with that because it's scary yeah for sure so (laughs) yeah so that was a really great question um something you don't really think about a lot with the reselling business, but you always got to keep top of mind is taxes. So thanks for the question. If you ever have a question for us, feel free to send us one on Instagram. We love hearing from you guys. All right. So the main event today, closet clear out. So first of all, we just wanted to go over what it is. Yes. It's confusing. I remember when we first got on Poshmark, it like, there's so many notifications that pop up at the top of your notifications list banner every day. So you can kind of like, just kind of glaze by it, but it is like a really cool thing that Poshmark offers and we want to highlight it today. Yeah. So basically a few days a week, it seems like Poshmark has these closet clear out days where typically the shipping cost is like $7 and 11 cents or something that the buyer pays unless you give them like a shipping discount or something like that. But on the closet clear out days, if you lower your item 10%, the shipping cost for the buyer will only be $4.99 and Poshmark will pay that difference. So you don't have to pay any piece of the shipping part, if that makes sense. Totally. And it's it's not for like sending out offers. It's for like actually changing the price of your item yes. um, to be lower. Like actually going into the listing and dropping the price like publicly for everyone. Um and like Maddie said, yeah, it happens. It feels like this year it, it's been like usually Friday, usually Sunday. Sunday, and, yeah. And then usually Tuesday, but not always Tuesday. Tuesday, so Wednesday, yeah. Mixing it up a little more during the week. But it seems like <laughs> you can kind of count on Friday and Sunday yeah. as of now. So what we do with Closet Clear Out is we, we want to take advantage of this deal where we can still give our buyers a uh, – shipping discount but it doesn't need to come out of our profit um but we also don't want to just like go down our whole closet and drop the price on everything because what if they don't buy it (laughs) yeah we want to kind of make sure it's like a sure thing before we go through the trouble of actually physically dropping the listing price of the item yes so i guess like the the basic part of it is on a closet clear out day, if someone likes an item where we would normally add that item to their bundle, send them an offer and send them a little message being like, hey, I'm Taylor, sent you an offer, girly girl. <laughs> <laughs> in in the case of closet clear out, we would still uh, add the 
item to their bundle, but then the message we send them would be different. It would be like, hey, it's Closet Clear Out today, so I'd love to drop the price of this dress to $15 for you, and Poshmark will trigger a shipping discount for $4.99 or lower. Are you interested? And then if they say yes, that then at that point we would drop the price. Yes. Um, but for to kind of help drive extra sales, we don't only do it on like the new likes from that day. We, we would even go back. Yeah, so then we would go back any likes from the last closet clear out day, basically. Yeah, so it's just like another chance to reach back out to all the people that maybe you already have sent them offers on their likes, but letting them know they could get an extra shipping discount. With that deal. Yes. So there's a few things to keep in mind with closet clear out. Of course, there's a few rules that Poshmark has. So the lowest you can drop the price to is $10 to trigger the closet clear out. We've definitely, especially early on, made this mistake where we'd be like, hey, like, I'll drop the price of this shirt to $8. And then you'll get this shipping discount. And then we would drop the price of the shirt to $8 and no one would get any notification to purchase <laughs> with the discounted shipping. Yeah, we know for sure $10 is like the lowest that we've been able to get it to go where it still triggers. But yeah, just something to be aware of. Yes. And then when you're lowering the price, it has to be 10% off from the lowest price you've ever had for that item. So, for example, if you have the price listed at, like, $30, it has to be $27. But if you – okay, just follow along. Okay, (laughs) okay. Just try to follow with me. If you have the price listed at $30, but a week ago you had it at $20. Yes. The the 10% off has to be off the $20. Even if you had it at the $30 right now, like Poshmark remembers that at one point you had it at $20. The only way to get around that is if you actually copy the listing or delete the listing and just repost the listing with the pictures again. Yes. (laughs) And this, this can come up more often than you think, especially let's say like you do the closet clear out method. Someone is like, yes, I'm going to buy it for $20. You're like so excited. You drop the price of the shirt to $20 and then you never hear from that person again. So you might think like, oh, I'll just raise the price back up to $30, but then you might forget. And then the next time you're doing closet clear out, you offer that person "Mm, and it doesn't work. It doesn't work. (laughs) Yes. You have to make sure it's 10% from the lowest historical price of the item. Exactly. Another thing to keep in mind is the hour parameters of closet clear out. So yes. closet clear out ends at midnight Pacific time on a closet clear out day. So I, I've had luck sending the closet clear out messages like all throughout the day. I wouldn't say you need to do it at a certain time, but I would make sure, you know, around like 10 PM, make sure you're getting those messages out. So people would have enough time to respond to them before you run out of time on closet clear out for the night. One thing that is good about it is let's say someone doesn't, let's say you send a closet clear out message at like 5 PM one day, and then they don't get back to you until like 1145 right before midnight that night being like, Oh yeah, I will do the deal. If you're able to drop that price before midnight on Pacific time, then they will still get the notification. And the notification gives them six hours from the time they got the notification to finish the transaction and and make the purchase so in that case you do get that little bit of an extension there 
flip side, if someone didn't get back to you until like after midnight, then the deal would no longer be going on. Yes. I feel like it's a little bit of an incentive to live in like central or like eastern time zones because Yeah, you're trying to go out a little late. Mine goes until two in the morning and like you can kind of cash in on some of those late night sales. Insomnia crowd, we've said they're a crucial part of the business. Exactly. (laughs) I know I'm part of that crowd. Um (laughs) but yeah, yeah, it definitely is the hard cutoff at midnight and we've definitely had it happen many times not so much like right after midnight but where you send all these closet clear out messages during the day and let's say someone doesn't get back to you that they're interested until the next day so what do we do in that situation most of the time we still honor it (laughs) and then we just give them the shipping discount i think sometimes if it's if it's really going to eat into our profit say like maybe we bought an item for too much and yeah. the price we're able to sell it, it is lower than we expected. And if we gave them that shipping discount, it would really not be a good flip for us. Then maybe we would not like not honor it or just wait a couple days and do it the next closet clear out. I know I've done that before. I know. I, we've done that both ways. Like, let's say it's Friday. And like we said, usually it's been there's a closet clear out Friday and then again on Sunday. Sunday yeah. So if you don't hear from them until Saturday, you could just kind of let them know on Sunday, like, okay, hey, I just dropped the price. Or like, let them know you'll drop the price tomorrow. Yeah. Stay in communication with them that way. But I would say nine times out of 10, I'm like too worried about them like leaving that I usually, if I can, if I can still make a decent profit on it, I would just honor it and send them the $4.99 shipping discount myself. For sure. Yeah. I agree with that. And then we, we already touched on this point a little bit too, but we have, we do have it happen a lot where if someone, it, it kind of goes both ways. Like a lot of times someone will say you drop the price and then it's like an hour or two passes and you're like, okay, they haven't bought it yet. Like, what do I do? What do I do? I will say sometimes they do end up buying it like hours later, but we've yeah. also had it happen where they like totally go off the grid. We don't hear from them ever again. They're are gone without a trace. So at that <laughs> point, just make sure if they do ghost you, and they're, you're going to have to either just leave the listing at that, that new closet clear out price. Or what we would do is copy the listing that same day or the next day. So that way we don't have to worry about the 10% of it all. Yeah, for sure. Also a tip for closet clear out. So once you send them the initial message explaining the closet clear out and they say they're interested, before you drop the price like your own item so that way you get the closet clear out message saying that you can buy the item now with the 4.99 shipping just so you know that the message properly sent in case the buyer has questions or is a little bit confused that way you have that verification that everything went as planned the shipping discount was triggered and they did receive the notification yes. i know that was in our in our top secret posh tips episode but it is a good one because otherwise you're kind of left not knowing if they got the notification and if it it does turn into that situation where you're like waiting for them to buy it at least you can have the peace of mind of like knowing they got the the notification that's not a factor any other tips with closet clear out i think one thing that's been coming into play more recently for us is as we mentioned earlier in this episode we've been using ashley from recloft collections friday method um, we're for sure like every other Friday sending out offers on our entire closet. 
So then it's like, how does Closet Clear Out come into play with that? Because <laughs> Closet Clear Out is also on Fridays. But like, I text you about this every Thursday night. <laughs> You're like, okay, so like, but what about with Closet Clear Out? Like, what like, are we doing tomorrow? I'm so confused. <laughs> yeah. So I guess, I mean, your only options would be to actually go back through every single like that you've ever gotten, like personally. You know what I mean? Like going to each item that has a like and clicking on that person's name and going to their bundle and sending them the Closet Clear Out message. That would be what you would have to do in order to give everyone who like the like to still do the office oh, of like, on your whole closet yeah recreate. to recreate it with closet yeah. clear out which probably would really work but it would take so long that i don't think the time is worth doing that so i guess i've just been kind of like not really doing closet clear out on friday um it, like in the morning. So in the morning, what I'll do is I'll do recloth collections method, send out the offers on the whole closet, whether I do it with a new tool or manually where it takes a little longer. Um, and then if I get any new likes, likes on items throughout that day, then I will send those people a closet clear out message like normal because they didn't get my offer to like or message. Which also I'm just realizing this. So then if closet clear out is Sunday following the Friday, you'll send a closet clear out message to all those people from the, like from Sunday all the way back to until the last closet clear out anyway. So you're hitting them either way. Yeah. You know if mean? you're still with being consistent with going back to your last one, then yeah, it will be a kind of a catch all. And I feel like we're having success with the, the Friday, Friday offers message kind of on its own. I know technically it would probably be a better deal for them because I know I'm only sending out the like five, 60 shipping or whatever it is yeah 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 yeah. the lower shipping discount but just to have it blast out to all the people that the item it's worth it to to like kind of skip it for that friday for closet clear out as far as that goes but then continue on with it in the more with the the likes that come in throughout the afternoon and yeah you could catch up with them on sunday during the next closet clear out too that is a good point also just when we think about pricing our items I feel like there's a couple tiers of like above the lowest price we would take. So like there's the price that we listed at and then maybe like $5 cheaper is like the price we would send the initial offer at. And then maybe $5 cheaper than that would be like the closet clear out to make it worth it. And then the Friday offer would maybe even be lower than that depending on the item. Yeah. So something to think about, too, when you're pricing your items, just so you have that wiggle room to give out these lower offers for closet clear out, too. I think, like, that is another reason, like we talked about earlier, why I kind of want to relook at my pricing strategy. Because I think when we first started, I would price things a little bit up. But I think as the year on Poshmark has gone on, I've, like, almost started pricing, like, more like 25 to 30% up from what I would accept on an item. That way I can, like, send a better offer. But I kind of want to like experiment with that because maybe I just don't know what really is the best wh- where where the sweet spot is of like when you're getting the most success rate with sending an offer. Yeah, for sure. No, I think that wraps it up for Closet Clear Out. This is a huge way we make sales. So it's definitely something we wanted to discuss again with you guys. Yeah, it's definitely one of those things that it, if you put in the extra effort with it, you will see a difference and an increase in your selling. So Seems a little complicated, but it is kind of worth the time. It has a payoff. Definitely. All right. That brings us to our favorite segment every week, our 
Goals. Goals update. update. All right, so we are recording this right at the beginning of July. So we are closing out our June goals, seeing where we ended up, and then also setting new goals for the month of July. So let's start out with June. Where did we end up? Yes, so I'm very excited to report after three months of trying to hit my goal of $3,000 in sales, I crossed the line in June. Woo! <laughs> so I ended the month at $3,122. Oh my god! So gosh. that's my best month ever. And I'm so happy to be at that goal. I was going to be like, am I going to have to lower the goal if I don't make it again? What's going on? Congratulations. That's amazing. Thank you. And especially like I know I mentioned maybe like two episodes ago that that first week in June where I made only like $200. Oh, yeah. Um, was off to a <laughs> wow. slow start. So the big turnaround. I'm feeling really, really proud about that. And July, July's a little longer of a month. Um, oh, yeah. And I feel like I have some new new, new uh, streams of income coming in within my reselling business. So I'm excited about all of that. Awesome. My second goal was cross-listing. Um. <laughs> Yeah, so I I made some ground with it. Like I said last week, I was able to make some Mercari sales uh, during the month, and that was all from cross-listing, so I'm happy about that. But I'm kind of I, – I, I'm going to say I didn't meet the goal because I didn't get my entire closet over to Mercari like I wanted to. And then I also was talking about cross-listing to Depop too, but at this point I still haven't made any sales on Depop at all. So I'm kind of feeling like I might not go forward with that one and just stick with Mercari as where I cross list. Nice. eBay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I still haven't really got to the bottom of that. So that should be a July goal. Get to the bottom of the eBay. Yeah. I, was, I had high hopes I would be able to get that pr- troubleshooted by the end of June. But yeah, we're still at a standstill. I haven't even reached out to figure out what's going on with that. So hoping to be back on eBay, but also I was happy to make my goal without it. <laughs> yeah, true. What about you? So my goal for June was 1500 and I did not make it. <laughs> <laughs> it happens to the best of us. I made 1208, which I think is my best month ever though, right? Woohoo! Yeah, I think so. Cuz we I were think trying to I go was... for 1156 or something was like your January yes. that was your previous best month. Yeah. Yes. So I mean, still best month ever. That's really awesome. A couple hundred dollars off the the goal, which I I'm gonna take ownership over. I was not that good on you know our normal activities of sharing your closet mm-hmm. um, three times a day the last really week or so of the month. So, like I you mentioned, I, you've been having tons of visitors too. So that that's yeah, you're out doing more things. <laughs> it's hard to really be grinding it out on Poshmark when you're busy. You know? Yeah, for sure. Then my second goal was cross-listing to Mercari and kind of the same as you. I did – I have more over there now than I did at the beginning of the month, so that's awesome. But I I still think there's some room to, you know, finish that out and get get everything over there. 
I do think we both have had more consistent Mercari sales than I, yeah. I wanted to add up what my total was for Mercari, but it definitely helped me get over the like $1,000 mark. So something to keep in mind as I list new stuff in July of getting it over to Mercari True. as well. It seems like for some reason, the stuff on Mercari, I, I, I mean, I only sold a handful of things, but it seems like they all sell for a pretty high price point. Yeah. And like with the with the uh, take home versus the cut that Poshmark takes, it, it kind of is nice. It adds up way faster over there. Yeah. Sometimes I'll even list things a little higher on Mercari. And like, pe- I've really never gotten like a low ball on Mercari. No. Like yeah. people are really reasonable. I think because you're giving that shipping discount, maybe they are already just like appreciative of that or something compared to Poshmark. I'm not really sure, but yeah. Yeah. I, I think I it's worth having your that. high price stuff over there, even if they're you're not you're not getting like slammed with sales by any means over there. But one or two things a month for like fifty bucks does make a big difference. With definitely goals. So yeah, definitely something to keep in mind as we go forward. So I would say June pretty good. I mean, you successful month. It. You still nailed it too. Best month yeah. ever. Yeah, can't complain. both of our best months. Like wow, stars Just align. Constantly improving. <laughs> We both had our first big sales. I'm not counting our old sales from before that. Yeah. Well, true. (laughs) All right. So now that we're in a new month, what are your goals going to be for July? My goal for July is going to be 3,500. Making about like 300. (laughs) And 75 more than I made this month, which doesn't sound that scary in theory, but it just took me so long to get to 3,000. So I was kind of (laughs) scared. But one thing that I want to do more of this month, because I had a lot of success with it last month, was doing a few more like furniture flips on Facebook Marketplace. Yeah. Um, I wasn't sure like how I really wanted to like quantify this (laughs) goal (laughs) because... Like I said, like one of the things I'm scared of with Facebook Marketplace is I don't want to have a ton of inventory lying around that I'm storing. Um, And I don't know. It's just I'm still so new to it. I don't really know how to predict it. So I think what we decided would be the best way to measure it. Anytime, like I always want to have like one or two current listings on Facebook Marketplace. So once something sells that I'm like already looking for that next thing and that when I am thrifting, I'm always checking that home section. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, so that was exciting. I think when I added it up, I only made four or five Facebook Marketplace sales, but it added up to like $455 and there's no like cut taken out of it. So definitely potential there. And I've been able to find some pretty cute things here in Phoenix. So I want to keep an eye out for that for some more. I'd like to like double that for next month. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like the cost was really low on the items you did find. So the profit is huge. That's amazing. And I was thinking about it too. It's like without the Facebook Marketplace and Mercari, I think I would have been kind of right back around that twenty five hundred mark again, where I've been landing for sales on Poshmark. True. So I think if I just put a little extra, I mean, the Facebook Marketplace, I, I don't want to like undersell it. Like it has, you know, it is work to you, in kind of luck of the draw to find some good things at the thrift yeah. stores. Like I definitely have I've left a lot of thrift stores with nothing that is like a furniture piece, but. Like, once you find something, like, it sells so fast and, like, for yeah. a reasonable price. So, yeah, definitely want to do more of that. That's awesome. What about you? 
So my goals for July are going to be, I'm going to try again. Okay. I'm, I'm going for it. <laughs> hey, <laughs> that's what you got to do. Two, three times to get there, but mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to try for 1500 in gross sales. And then for my second goal, I really, you know, I feel like we're getting pretty good at sourcing. Like every month we're getting better where the new items we source are selling within a few weeks or a month or so. And it's just the same inventory from the beginning or like my personal stuff that's like hanging around. So, you know, you can only do so much to push the items. You just have to sometimes wait for that one buyer that wants it. But I think... But something you and our sister Macy and Chloe too have had success with is modeling pictures, having that as like your cover photo. It just makes it stand out a little bit more compared to, you know, everyone has it hanging on the wall or whatever. So I, my goal for July is to add modeling pictures for 40 items that don't currently have one in my closet and kind of focusing on you know, either the older inventory or personal items, stuff like that, where, you know, when I'm sharing my closet and I see it go by, I'm just like, it's still here. Like, (laughs) so I think 40 items is going to be doable. That would, I could do it all at once if I really wanted to one day, but you know, doing 10 a week, I think is manageable for, you know, the part-time reseller work lifestyle. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) definitely. So. No, I think that'll be good. And I think, yeah, sometimes just changing up the cover photo is all it takes. And then yeah, giving you a little quick relist and you'll be good to go. Yeah. So we'll keep you guys posted on where we end up with our July goals week, week to week here. Hopefully it'll be our best month ever again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for listening this week. We'll be back next week with another episode of Sisters Who Posh. Yes. In the meantime, if you have any questions or feedback, please email us at sisterswhoposh at gmail.com or send us a message on our Instagram at sisterswhoposh. Keep sending them. We love hearing from you guys. (laughs) Awesome. Talk to you guys next time. Love you, Tay. Love you too. Bye. Bye.